This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. You can find me on Instagram at Gordon Damer, on TikTok at Old Man Radio, but most importantly, right here on your radio until 6.30 tonight. Harvey and Chantel along the way, and uh, we got, look, big time show, big time of the year. Summertime is here. It might not feel like it, might not look like it outside, but in, in some ways, the best time of the year, the time of the year, the calendar that we wait for, maybe not in a sports sense, but kind of in a sports sense as well, because of the anticipation. You finally have the nice weather, maybe not so much today, maybe not so much this week, but this is the time of the, the, the old saying, time flies when you're having fun, and, and there's no question the summer flies by. When you're a kid, July 4th, That's the start of the summer. That's when all things are still possible. When you're an adult, July 4th is like the beginning of the end. You blink and it's Labor Day and you think, where did it all go? And the anticipation of, of course, big seasons for the Jets and Giants where we're about, what, 75 days away from the start of the NFL season. We got the NBA offseason in full swing. The draft is in the rear view. What are the Knicks going to do? Are they going to add a superstar? What superstar? You got all the Obi Toppin stuff this week. And then, of course, you have the baseball. The baseball gets us through the summer months. It's the sole focus of the summer months. And we got big-time baseball teams in this town, right? They put their money where their mouth is. We got the Mets. We got the Yankees. And this is going to be a big summer for both, right? Yeah, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. And we got the news there a little while ago that just when you think, boy, things for the Yankees can't seem to get much worse, you never want to say things can't get much worse because the news came down that Aaron Judge actually has a torn ligament in his right big toe, the captain of the toes, as they sometimes go. And there is no timetable for his return. And we have seen the Yankees without Aaron Judge really have no chance. So Judge told reporters today that it's a torn ligament in his toe, confirmed that he still has pain when he walks. I'm not a doctor, but I would think that that's still a long way away from playing any baseball games. And Aaron Boone was asked, could he guarantee the Judge would return this season? And he declined to say that. So look, this has been a big week for the Yankees with, of course, the Hal Steinbrenner press conference on the Michael K show. And the fact that it was clear, even before the news today, the judge is not coming back anytime soon. There was no timetable for his return even before this news. And even if there is some timetable somewhere within the Yankee universe, whatever that timetable was, you'd have to think now it gets pushed back. If you were hoping that Judge was going to be back in July, maybe at the start of July, maybe at the, at the All-Star break, maybe shortly after the All-Star break, you have to realize now that that's a pipe dream. That's not going to happen. And you'd have to think more and along the lines of maybe late July, early August, somewhere along that time. And if that is the case, if there is not going to be some miraculous healing by clearly the Yankees' best player, it tells you after watching the Yankees play without their best player just what the, the approach has got to be. And it's crazy to think that one guy would make that much of a difference for an organization, but Aaron Judge is that guy. 
when Aaron Judge came back from the IL last time and was hitting home runs every other day, it was able to cover up a lot of the ills of the lineup, a lot of ills of the team. And they actually looked like a, a functioning team. But now without the most dangerous hitter in the sport, all of a sudden those ills are now front and center. And I know that this is now going to lead to the conversation if Judge is out until early August. If he is out for the rest of the season, what should the Yankees' approach be for the rest of the year? And I think it's pretty clear what the approach should be for the rest of the year. You've seen what kind of team. And and here's the thing. It will not be something that you have to sit back and say, well, gee, what's the right approach to take? It's going to be told to you in the standings, in in the Major League Baseball standings, that this team is not good enough to compete without Aaron Judge. And that almost certainly, if this continues for any length of time, that by the time we get to the trade deadline, yes, clearly the Yankees will, should be sellers rather than buyers. There's no way they are going to be buyers enough to make up for the loss of Aaron Judge. And if you're not going to be buyers and make up for the loss of Aaron Judge or not going to get Aaron Judge back anytime soon, this pretty much closes the circle that was opened up in 2016. The last time the Yankees missed the playoffs in 2016, they, had a, they made a conscious decision at the trade deadline to be sellers. And it was absolutely the right call. They traded off pieces. They recouped some players with, of course, the, the Glaber Torres deal and some other moves there as well with Andrew Miller and, and um, all, the, all the like. And it worked. It was a rebuild on the fly. And by the following season... That was the season where everybody was praising Brian Cashman. Man, what a great job Brian Cashman did to rebuild this team basically in one offseason where they went from out of the playoff chase at the end of 2016 and being sellers at the trade deadline to being within one game of the World Series in 2017. And why that, I think, is important today is because Hal Steinbrenner spoke with the Michael K Show this week, and one of the big takeaways was from Hal Stein, uh, Steinberg's comments was he can't understand why fans are so upset in, 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 at this point of the year, in, in June. And I think what it is is they have seen what has happened since that rebuild in 2016 and since the overachievement of 2017 where that was a new chapter in Yankee history where it seemed like the nucleus of another championship team was being formed at that point, right? You go from the rebuild in 2016 to getting to within a game of the World Series in 2017 with a lot of young, fresh players. And we've seen now since that time, since 2017, where in 2018, 2019, they won 100 games. They seem like that they are on the cusp, maybe not able to get over the hump at that point, but... They will have a chance. They're going to be able to do something here in the next couple of years. And now what you really see, especially with this news today, if it does turn out the judge is going to be out for a significant period of time, if not for the season, it does kind of feel like with the moves that they have made since then and the roster that they have now compiled this season, that it's kind of the closing of that chapter. It, you've seen that, this, that that run kind of run its course. And the Yankees not only not able to get over the hump, but not even get back to the same stage that they were in 2017. 
So for all the Hal Steinbrenner comments about, you know, we're in the playoffs every year, we're in it every year, or Brian Cashman telling you how much he believes in the team that they have compiled and, and people just need to be patient, it's pretty clear from the outside. And maybe that's where you need to be. Maybe being inside, it's kind of an echo chamber. Whereas you're looking at it from the outside, 2017, 2018, 2019, you saw things moving in the right direction. But the last couple of years, and I think that this is why the, the, the fans are so ticked off, even though it is only June, and as of right now, Yankees are still very good chances to make the playoffs this year, is that we can see that that window of opportunity is starting to close with the, the moves that have been made here the last couple of years, which have kind of sunk them. And they are moves that were made by Brian Cashman. In the last year plus, the moves made by Brian Cashman, they are as bad a moves as any GM has had in this town. The Donaldson trade, the deadline deals a year ago where it was like everybody got hurt. Rodon signing. And nothing for the offense. Zero for the offense. So you've watched this team that had this championship window, or at least it seemed like, and did make the playoffs every single year. They were in it every single year to now a roster that is old, one of the oldest rosters in the sport, and that is now laden with guys and contracts that are going to be next to impossible to get rid of. So I think that for Hal Steinbrenner's comments about why Yankee, why would they be so ticked off? Why is the anger level so high? We're, we're playing okay. We're, we're hanging in there without Aaron Judge. I think that's the reason. Because they've watched what has happened here the last five, six years. There was an opportunity to get back to and win a World Series. And yet the moves made by the person that he has put in charge in Brian Cashman have flopped so tremendously that the window of opportunity, if not already closed now, is certainly a lot more closed than it was five years ago. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. All right, so coming up, we'll get some phone calls involved uh, on the Yankees, on the news about uh, Aaron Judge. If it is, If it does mean that he is going to be lost, which it seems like for a significant uh, longer period of time, even more so than what you thought going into the day, what that means for the Yankees the rest of the season, what it means for them at the trade deadline, what it means for the direction of the organization. We'll kind of recap some of the uh, talking points of that Hal Steinbrenner interview with the K-Show during the week because there was, there, was, there was some that seemed like it was the main takeaways, like I mentioned about why, are, why is everybody so ticked off. But there was a couple of things that he said that I don't think got nearly enough attention, which absolutely should, and tie into the point with the Yankees where the last few years, and maybe it's more than the last few years, the operating motto of the Yankees has been often wrong, but never in doubt. So we'll get into that as well. We'll touch on the Mets and the disaster their season has been. Just getting started. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. What? Knowing what it was a bad trade at the time. The guy was hurt before you got him. He was on the injured list before you got him. It was clear he was injured when you got him. 
and was so much so that when he went on the injured list, it was almost like a, a sigh of relief because he was so bad when he was pitching. And look at that. He's hurt now, too. So to know all of that, and I'm not saying that you, you could have possibly maybe, have, I think you should have known that at the time. You should have done your due diligence, and, and, and clearly you missed it. But to say even now that you would still make that trade, knowing how it's turned out, boy, oh, boy, that, that's a perfect example of often wrong but never in doubt. The Yankees always want to make it seem like, no, no, we know better. And what it really comes down to is over the last year or two, maybe longer than that, you just really can't trust their judgment on things because it turns out to be wrong. When they made the Donaldson deal, just about everybody was like, well, really? That's the deal you're making? To go get IKF, you're bringing in Josh Donaldson as well? Now, I will grant you, we couldn't have foreseen, at least I didn't foresee at the time, that it would be this disastrous, but nobody thought it was a good deal. The Montas trade at the time, I told you that was a mistake. It was. The Rodon signing, that's the guy that you're going... When you're going out and signing a free agent, a guy who's been hurt as much as he has been, that's where you're sinking your money. And look at the, what are the chances? It turns out he's hurt now. And think about all the mistakes teams made in the offseason uh, of, of all the different contracts that were handed out. Trey Turner's contract looks bad right now. Xander Bogart's contract, the Correa one, DeGrom. You could make the argument Rodon is the worst of them all because he hasn't even pitched at all. As little as DeGrom pitched, and that was about as easily to foresee as, as, as anything, at least he pitched a little bit before he got hurt. Rodon's already hurt now. Now, hopefully he's going to be back here soon. But even when he comes back, when you're as injury-prone as he has been in his career, it seems like it's just a matter of time before he's going to be hurt again. So you re- that's the real problem with the Yankees. When they tell you things or, or they, they point things out, it's kind of hard to take their judgment and trust in it because a lot of times it doesn't seem right when they say it, and it turns out not to be right. All right, let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Tommy is in Connecticut. Tommy, first up on the Gordon Damer Show. Gordon, what's up, buddy? Hey, Tommy, what's going on? So I want to respectfully disagree with you. I, I think the Yankees have to make moves at the trade deadline and not selling off pieces. I think there's just too much talent left on this team and I understand the void that judge leaves is enormous mm-hmm. but you have such a log jam at uh, middle infield and at catcher I mean you think about the names at catcher that you know so we have Trevino we got Higashioka up here you got Ben Rorvet who I thought was a hologram for the longest time yeah you got this kid Austin Wells that mm-hmm. we've been waiting to see so you have you have pieces to trade. I think you got to go after like a Cody Bellinger, you know, if you need to fill right field. Uh, I, I just think you have you, you can't you can't throw in the towel just yet. Uh, well, look, Tommy, and thanks for the phone call. Uh, this will depend on where the Yankees are at at the trade deadline. But I, I will have to be honest with you: if the Yankees are now going, if Aaron Judge is going to be out well into July, if not August, with the news that you've heard today. It's very hard for me watching this team on a nightly basis without Aaron Judge thinking that they're going to be able to keep their heads above water in that time. It's just going to be slowly sinking down. Now, how fast they sink down? Does the the roof cave in? I don't think so. 
but it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to keep their heads above water for another month when the offense is as bad as it is. Now, baseball's weird. Is it possible that Giancarlo Stanton finally shows you some signs of life and carries the team for a week or two? Yeah, I guess that's possible. Am I counting on it? No. But if you get to the trade deadline and you're still in it and you're still in a playoff spot, yeah, I would not think that the Yankees are going to be sellers. But if you're telling me that Aaron Judge is not going to be around until well into July and into August and past the trade deadline, I would take a look at what you have as a roster. And absolutely, I would be selling off pieces to do another reset, if you will. Not a rebuild, but a reset after what you saw in 2016. It was the right move then. And if Judge is gone from this roster for that length of time, it's the right move now. And there's been, see, the good news is the Yankees actually do have some pieces that I think would be of, of interest. And with as many playoff spots as you now have and the landscape of the American League, a lot of teams are going to think, oh, yeah, no, we're still in it. So there's, gonna, there's not going to be that many sellers. So if, this is, if the Yankees are not able to turn this around, if, if Stanton can't get ridiculously hot and carry the team or Rizzo can't get ridiculously hot and carry the team or the offense does not show you some signs of life here, fairly soon, then I would say this group that you have put together, it's time to shake up the mix. It's time to, to uh, it's clear that this mix is not working. The pieces didn't work last year for, for the most part, but it was covered up by the fact that Judge was having this historically great season. And now that you don't have him to carry you through this, this, this season, then the right move would be to be sellers rather than buyers. And unlike the Mets, I think that they do have pieces that they could sell off. I think that Rizzo is a piece that would interest teams. I think Glaber Glaib- almost got traded last year at the trade deadline. Um, I think some of the relievers, maybe you could, Severino going into his, uh, his free agency. Those are pieces that could bring you back something and you could have another quick reset and at least give you some hope that you can turn this around in the offseason rather than, just think that you're in it, and we just got to carry on, and Judge will eventually be back. The team was not good enough even when Judge was here. Now, he was so great that he was able to cover up a lot of the weaknesses, but you have to be honest with yourself, and I don't know if the Yankees are going to be able to do that. Uh, let's go out to, uh, let's see here, Ernie is in New Jersey. Ernie, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. How you doing, Gordon? What's going on? Ernie, what's going on, pal? Not much. Uh, I love your show. Just uh, calling a comment on uh topic you're dealing with Cashman's deals in the last few years. Mm. Um, th- this trade for Donaldson is going to go down as one of the all-time worst moves. And th- 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 it all started when they tendered Gary Sanchez a, a, a free agent contract when they didn't have to. They should have just DFA'd him. And yep. instead we go after Ben Rortvet, who's had more surgeries than hits, I believe. And we get yep. IKF, but we take $50 million of Donaldson's money on. And then next year, now we're going to have Harrison Bader, who I love the kid, can't stay on a field, and he's going to want $20 million a year. What do we, but we don't have any outfielders as it is. So he's, he's – and Rodon, Frankie Montas, like you're saying, he is, he is a Teflon GM. There's nothing he, he's, that can stick on him. It's just uh, – I wonder what you think about uh, some of these trades. Uh, what are they going to do with Bader next year? Signing Judge, a love Judge, but $9 million – Nine, excuse me, nine-year nine deal. He's yeah. hurt twice already in the first year. The guy can't stay healthy. He stayed healthy in his contract year, in his rookie year, 
and that's it. So uh, it's it's going to be a long time. They can't develop any pitching. There has not been any starting. I think Andy Pettit was the last pitcher they developed from their farm system. And you're talking about their depth of catchers, 100% correct. And they they continue to draft shortstops. Trey Trey Sweeney's a shortstop. Uh, you got Peraza. You got the kid. Um, Volpe, and, and I love the kid, but it's time to send him down. He's he's just not producing. Uh, you're you're under two hundred. I'd love to I'd love to see a great story out of him, but get someone up here who can hit because there's no one on the team that can hit right now. Yeah, no. Look, Ernie, uh, you're right, and thanks for the phone call. Um, I am not someone who has always been negative on the moves of Brian Cashman. I know there's a portion of the fan base who have always kind of oh he has the most money and. And uh, they haven't won since 2009. I, I kind of judge it as I see it. When he makes good moves, I say he's made good moves. When he's made bad moves, I point out that it's a bad move. And over the last year plus, I mean, he is on a roll. He's like mush from a Bronx tale. It's like everything he touches is bad. And uh, you're right. That Donaldson deal was a horrendous deal. Now, we, I don't think we all knew at the time it was going to be this bad. But he's the general, he's the ones that's supposed to have the, the, the insight, not us. Now, we all kind of thought it was a bad move, but not this horrendous, but that's how it's turned out. And it, it is a fair deal. When you're the GM of the New York Yankees, it is a, there's probably no position that's more a bottom line business than that. And the bottom line is that this is not a very good team. And it's a team that has been completely put together by Brian Cashman. There's nobody else's fingerprints on it. He's the guy running the show. So Donaldson's deal or LeMahieu, bringing back LeMahieu or all these different moves, they have not worked. So if he is, if Aaron Judge is the one thing that they've gotten right, and boy, that has, that has cleaned up a lot of the messes. But if he is now going to be gone for a significant period of time, which it looks like, there's not really a move to be made that is going to save, I think, the Yankees in this season especially when the goal, and this maybe needs to be repeated for some people, the goal is not just to make the playoffs. That's not the goal. The goal is to get back to and to win, most importantly, win a World Series. And if that is not what you can foresee this season, well then, yeah, then you have to kind of take a step back and say, you know what, we have to do another reset. We, we had a chance in 2016. We had a path to another title. It did not work out, and now we're back to square one. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more of your phone calls as we take you up until 630. The Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. One. This is The Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. talking a lot about the Yankees so far with the news that uh, Aaron Judge let everybody know, nice of him to let us know, that uh, he actually has a torn ligament in his toe and there is really no time, there was never a timetable, but certainly now whatever possible timetable you would think is even further down the road and now how does this impact the Yankees, their season and what happens at the trade deadline Next month, and when you take a look at where the Yankees are at, how they played without Aaron Judge, or simply just take a look at, like, say, the lineup today, the Yankee lineup today, 
Jake Bowers leading off and playing right field. Glaber Torres playing second base, batting second. Harrison Bader, he's in the three-hole. Anthony Rizzo batting cleanup. Giancarlo Stanton, he of the 183 average. He is now hitting fifth and, and serving as the DH. Billy McKinney is in left field. IKF getting the start at third. Uh, both Josh Donaldson and uh, DJ LeMayhew bench for today's game. Aaron Boone saying, I just felt I wanted to give IKF uh, third base today. Hopefully, he'll give us a little spark. Yes, we're getting spark from IKF. Kyle Higashioka is hitting eighth, and Anthony Volpe is hitting ninth. When you take a look at that lineup, it's kind of hard to envision that all of a sudden there's going to be this turnaround that stops the slide without Aaron Judge. So to me, if this is the way it's going to be at the trade deadline, it should be like 2016. Let's sell off what pieces we can. Hopefully we can kind of rebound on the fly. And then moving into next year, if this is the situation we find ourselves in now, maybe next year will be a better situation because this is not working. And without Aaron Judge, it's, it's, it's almost certainly not going to work. Now, the problem, the difference between 2016 and now is back then you didn't have as many unmovable contracts. Like if Giancarlo, Giancarlo Stanton is kind of like the Mets' Max Scherzer. Like if Max Scherzer is not hurt, if he's not on the injured list, it doesn't matter how bad he is or how much he struggles, you're still going to start him every fifth or sixth day, right? Stanton, if he's not hurt, if he's not on the IL, he's going to play every single day, even if he's hitting 183, even if he's hitting with no power, even if he's hitting even worse than he was last year because he's still got four years left on his contract here. Same thing with, the, with DJ LeMay. You might get the day off today. But he's here for the long haul. Nobody's taking him off your hands. And the Yankees, unfortunately, have some of those contracts. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go to, uh, let's see here. Tim is in New York City. Tim, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Gordon, how are you? Hey, Tim. Hey, man. Good, man. Hey, uh, I've been listening. So I heard you defend Brian earlier and saying, you know, it's not only in the last year that he's really been you know, goofing this all up, but I, I really would like you to show me some of those good moves that he's made. I, and the whole thing comes down to his time is done. George, you know, George would have fired him 11 times by now. Hal must either have some pictures or something that, that uh, Brian got a hold of, but it, I don't trust him to do another rebuild. I don't I mean, you look at the John Carlo contract, you look at his horrible dealing with the development of pitchers, developing of our farm system, his time has come. The baseball has maybe just passed him by. So, I mean, really, the, the, the smart move is don't let him, you know, kind of like don't let, you know, Gettleman take another draft. Don't let Brian do another rebuild. It's time to put him out the pasture, bring in a guy from Tampa Bay, bring in a guy that knows how to build a farm system, how to get talent, and how to constantly have a supply of actual major league talent. What do you think? Oh, well, look, Tim, if you're asking me, would I have someone else be the GM? Uh, yeah, I think I would because he has screwed it up to this degree. But I, I'm operating uh, here on planet Earth, and I realize that uh, Hal Steinbrenner is never going to do that. Even, even when presented with the question on the K-Show on Wednesday about you know what happens if this team does not make the playoffs, he put so many qualifiers on it. And even then, he would only say, well, if we don't, I'm going to have to ask some difficult questions. He, he didn't even say, oh, no, there's going to be changes. So... Um, Brian Cashman is here. He is not go He got a contract extension last year when they almost blew a 15 game lead 
atop the division. So on four, I hear what you're saying. I would look, if it were me, to, to find someone else to, to run the show because the, the resources you have at your disposal are great and it should be better than this. But I, I, don't, I don't think that that's going to happen. I, I don't see that happening. Uh, Tom is in New York City. Tom, next up on The Gordon Damer Show. Hey, Gordon, how are you? Hey, Tom, what's up? Um, so, you know, I, I listen to a lot of sports radio, and, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people are so down on Glaber. Everybody wants to trade Glaber. Um, I don't know. I'm a big Glaber supporter. You know, I know what you're saying about trading off some assets and doing a quick rebuild. Um, you know, I don't think the Yankees are going to trade Rizzo. Judge wouldn't have it. Um Severino, he could make a case for that, but he's certainly going to have to start pitching better for anybody to, to want him. Um, but, look, I, I think, you know, when people talk about the Yankees now and their offense has got to get it going, you know, maybe we should trade Glaber. You know what? If we didn't have Glaber this year offensively, I mean, he's one of the few. I mean, obviously he started off real hot and he's cooled down some, but he's still one of the few bright spots I feel like we have. And I think people forget – Labor Torres is 26 years old, you know, and I don't know. We, we, the Yankees, screwed him up big time by trying to make him a shortstop when he isn't and he never was. And I don't know. I just feel like the guy's gotten a bad rap. I feel like as a 26-year-old guy who, you know, granted, it was the live ball era, but he hit 38 home runs in 2019. Now, is that realistic to expect again? Probably not. But – the guy's a good player. He could be a, a very strong offensive force for us. You know, I, I feel like Barraza, Volpe, Torres is not a bad young infield. Torres is a little older than the other two, but I don't know. Tell well, here, here's the thing, me. Tom. I, I'm, yeah, not, I'm not saying to trade Glaber for offense for this team because that doesn't make a whole lot of he's, – he's one of the – the Yankees lack – uh, major league hitters in their lineup right now. <laughs> so, and, and for whatever criticism you can have with Glaber, he is a, a major league hitter. Uh, even this year with the slumps that he's had, he's still above average uh, a major league hitter. I'm talking yeah. about what do you have? If you're going to do a quick reset and, and move pieces off of this team, what has value to someone else? And a 26-year-old second baseman who can still hit his share of home runs and still play the position fairly well that would have some value for other teams. And I think Glaber has one year more of arbitration and then is a free agent. I don't think that he is a guy with the, the, the trending direction that he has had is someone you are going to sign long-term. Uh, I, I don't think so. I think that hoping that Glaber is ever going to get back to where he was those first two seasons is a pipe dream. He has been largely uh, a slightly above average player the last four years, which is, uh, look, that has value. Uh, and if it has value to some other team at this year's trade deadline, that's the, that's the direction I think that they would be best served going um, uh, because he's not going to be that star player that he looked like he was going to be those first two seasons. And in terms of the, the shortstop thing, well, he did come up as a shortstop. It, to say that he was never a shortstop, no, that's what he was originally set to be. And I, w- I have to be honest, I was surprised that that impacted him to such a degree, but it did, uh, that, uh, clearly. Uh, and he's never been able to, to kind of get back to the plate. Now, was that because he moved to shortstop for one year? I don't think so, but it was a bad move, and it was a, 
it's always most important for your organization to know your own talent the most. And the fact that he had such struggles at shortstop, that tells you that that was a misread by the Yankee organization. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, some people in the media are the absolute worst. The absolute worst. With the Yankees' struggles and with the Mets' struggles, there's been this narrative that's been thrown out there. And it just shows you how, I mean, talk about low-hanging fruit. So we'll get into what that narrative is coming up next. It's the Gordon Damer Show, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN, New York.